that, 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 that is blasphemy. No. Finally, they did unleash him. No. Ah, this is the. No. Hey, Paul. What's up, bro? Let's give these people something different. Welcome to the PG Sports Podcast. It's me, Far of Sports. And your boy, G. <sighs> hey, what's wrong with your boy, man? Who's that? Y'all new receiver. Don't 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 try to play dumb. I, Y'all I, new receiver. You, you're talking about the Patriots new receiver? Yes, the Patriots new receiver. Oh, you talking about Anton number eighty four Antonio Brown? First of all, I thought y'all had I thought you had a one minutes per roster like like minimum. Like I didn't know y'all had room for two. You already had one with Josh Gordon. I didn't know y'all dealt with two minutes on the same roster. Uh, when <laughs> when they come to when they come to Patriot Nation, we we rehabilitate them. We help to rehabilitate them. <laughs> so I don't I don't see us having any issues with A B this year. I just see us winning a Super Bowl with him. Well what, what we, we we rent we 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 get one year rentals. We got Darrell Reavers. We knew we weren't gonna pay him as much as he wanted to be paid, but we'll we'll get you for this year. You know what I'm saying? So, and we'll go win a Super Bowl with you, so you'll have a ring with you wherever you go. You know, to get your money, we're not gonna pay you all that money, but we'll pay we'll pay it to you for a year. That's what we're doing with AB. We're gonna pay it to him for a year. Go win a ring with him. Get number seven. Okay, be the all time winningest franchise in in, in NFL history. Oh, okay, oh, so oh, and, and, and then we're gonna let him go elsewhere and get his money. It was all a ploy. He wanted to come to us. <laughs> Anyway, but Pittsburgh wasn't gonna trade him to the Patriots. Of course not. We are their nemesis. You know, we are right. the one who continually spanks them when it counts in the playoffs. Oh. Okay, oh. so oh boy, they weren't gonna they weren't gonna trade him to us. Of course not. Right. So they traded him to to Oakland. They right. traded him to Oakland, and as soon as he got to Oakland, he saw, man, this is not the place to be. Mm-hmm. And he consulted with social media specialists, and he just acted a complete ass. He 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 figured out how he could cut from the Oakland Raiders. Now he ended up losing thirty million dollars in the process. Well, well, he already he already which he already said he's good on money. He said that. Yeah, I mean, but he he he's good. So I don't I don't know whether that was part of the plan or not, but. It it happened, but he he's he's gonna win him a ring. He's gonna have him some hardware now. Wherever he goes to get paid next, he's gonna have his hardware. Cause with Antonio Brown, Julian Edelman, uh 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 of sound body and mind, Josh Gordon, Demarius Thomas is not gonna have to be a number one receiver anymore. So he's gonna kill slot receivers. I mean slot corners. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the third or fourth corner on your roster, and you—he's got to guard Demarius Thomas, even a slower Demarius Thomas. And we got twelve back there. We still got twelve back there slinging the rock. You right. know what I'm saying? We still got twelve back there. Sony Michelle, run who I've who I've said on the show is a is a top eight back, top seven or eight back. Right, right. James White catching pack. Come on, man. This offense has the potential to be. 
insane. Okay, it does with the addi- with the addition of Antonio Brown. I love it. I love it. It's so, I will, the, I will say this: even, this was the this is the best set of athletes you've had at receiver, probably under his tenure, under yes. under and during Tom Brady. Easily, easily, Cause, easily. Because think about it, y'all gave him y'all gave him one with Randy, and then y'all saw how that ended, and that was just one. He was still throwing to what Dante Stallworth and who else? Who Dante Stallworth was just fast. He wasn't an athlete. He was, he was just, just fast. He was just fast. And then so yeah. basically Dante Stallworth was just fast. And then who else? That, that, that was, was it. About it. That was yeah, it. I gave him Randy Moss for a couple of years, and you saw what happened there. So then he actually has A B, who was a prime receiver. This is a just think about this as a whole, right? This is the first. Hold on. He's had three prime receivers. With A.B. being his third. Three. Uh, him, Gronk, and Randy. Okay, if you can't, yeah. I thought you were just talking wide. I'll be at Gronkowski, Randy. Yeah, okay, I agree. And then, to me, even Randy was slightly backside. But nah. His, no, because I think his best years were in Minnesota. Then he wasted his time in Oakland. And I think by the time he got to Oakland, like if he was peaking, he definitely like dropped a little. But his drop combined with Brady's Talent still prepared him to exceptional numbers. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like we're I saying, I still think his best years were in Minnesota because you can't deny certain stat lines where the man had three catches, 163 yards, and three touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> that was one game. He had three catches, 363 yards, and three touchdowns. Like, come on. <laughs> that was Randy as a whole. But Throughout his whole run, he's had three prime receivers, Antonio Brown being the third. And it's just like it's it's it is slightly scary to think what this offense could be this year. Having Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown, Demarius Thomas is still his his nice little cuddly blanket Julian Edelman. He's like, whoa, these guys aren't short. <laughs> these guys right. are actually above six feet. <laughs> A B not, but yeah. But then even with that, he's still not slow. Oh like, no, he's definitely not slow. He can still he can still get loose. Oh, yeah. But um question. So you I'm think listening. I'm listening. So you think that Antonio Brown did this on purpose? Do I th- do I think Antonio Brown what did on purpose? Did, yeah, yes. but like this. Maybe yes. not going to in yes. New England, but no, it was Oakland. it was going to New England. It was going to New England. So you, so you believe from beginning to end, he got to Raiders and said, "Hey, I don't need to do this. I need to get to New England." No, I, no, 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 no. I think okay. So I think from the beginning of the whole saga, when he started getting into it with Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. in his mind, I want to get to New England. Why mm-hmm. would I want to go from Ben Roethlisberger to Derek Carr? Right. Okay, I want to go to another premier franchise. I want to go to New England. I think that was because we needed we needed a premier receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Josh Gordon had, had continued to have his issues. He left the team in the playoffs last year. Julian Edelman is a is a great slot receiver, but not mm-hmm. really an outside the numbers guy. So we need a number one receiver. Of course, everybody wants to come to New England. Okay, so I think he wanted to come when he started demanding the trade. I want to force my way 
kind of NBA style to New England. Okay. But the NFL is not the NBA and it didn't work out in his favor. So he gets traded to Oakland. He signs the extension. And then after he signs that extension, he gets to Oakland and sees, I don't think, I don't think this is, this is not the, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh. I want to go to New England, who I know is is a, a top notch organization like Pittsburgh. Right. I'm I'm stuck in in Oakland. No, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. So from that point on, that's when I think I'm gonna force my way out of here. They're gonna cut me. I'm gonna make them cut me, and mm-hmm. I'm going straight to New England. Man, the news wasn't even out at every news outlet yet, and he has signed with New England. I mean, come on, man. Because yeah, because I, I want because I want to say this. I want to say that during the time when uh, the Patriots, not the Patriots, when the Steelers were considering trading Antonio Brown, I want to say I heard that one of the trade partners wanted to was the Patriots, but of course they weren't going to trade him to the Patriots. <laughs> They're not going to give him to us. They, they, but, that was the whole thing. They so, if if the deal would have happened. Mm-hmm. With us, I mean, it, it, that's that's what it would have been. But they weren't gonna deal with us, and we wanted him. So yeah. So put it like this: I can't deny. And then I'm looking at a story now that the Patriots offered a first round pick to the Steelers, but of course yes, he wasn't going. He wasn't. They wasn't gonna trade him to the Patriots, of course. So I can't deny the idea that there's probably maybe some back channel communication that's like, yo. If you can get out, of, if you can get out of Oakland, we got you. Done. <laughs> that's all I, I needed. <laughs> that's it. I, I lie. I lie. Paul George and and the Clippers. Yeah, basketball style. If you, yeah, I get what you're saying. He, somebody had a conversation. Hey, bro, if you can get out of Oklahoma City, we got you. We got but, you. Done. <laughs> so I can't deny. actually um him getting at least getting signed was that fast you you obviously a deal like that isn't something that's just popped up overnight that was something that was already discussed so i can't deny that my thing was this as much as i don't know if it was the the plan from the get-go they say it was his plan to get out of there, to get out of Oakland, because I think he got there really early and saw, oh, man, this ain't it. <laughs> this is not this, it. This ain't it. Because ain't put it, it like this, as a whole, Antonio Brown, as far as his NFL career is concerned, has never been on a bad team. So he knows what a well – and then he was with the Steelers. As much as you might like to talk smack about how, you know, y'all smack him around. But it's the fact of the matter is the Steelers are a great run organization, one the one of the best, and he knows what a well run team, a well run organization looks like. And I bet you he walked in there; it was cool at first, and then he walks in there and looks around and see how they moving. And he we got the TV guy John Gruden, and then the TV guy Mike Mayock, and it's like, oh, this is how y'all do things. I need to leave immediately. This is not this is not going to work for me. And like I said from that point on when he realized that I got to go. 
<laughs> I gotta go. So now, one last thing. Um, to get a little to get a little deeper into this, um, we discussed the AFC South, which is a conference that had a lot of shakeup. Um, how do you think Bill O'Brien handled his whole Jadavion clowning trading Laramie Tunsil whole situation? You think he handled it well, not well? I, I think he handled it like like his mentor, like Bill Belichick would have handled it. Really? You you want to you want to be gone? I need a, a, off, a premier offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going to get him. I don't think I, now. I say that as as far as mindset. I don't. We know how Belichick is about draft picks. So right. I don't think he'd have threw two two first rounders at him to get Tunzel. Right. But he would have figured a, a way to get Jadavion Clowney away from the team. I do believe that. So as far as how he handled it, the two first rounders, man, that's a steep price for right. Tunzel. But I mean, I, as far as getting Clowney away, like I said earlier. You know, mm-hmm. maybe addition by subtraction. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think he handled it like his mentor would. It, it, do I like it? I think I got to take a wait and see approach because, mm-hmm. as you've said, Jadavion Clowney is a, a win now person. But I got to keep. I think Deshaun Watson staying upright means more to my team than Jadavion Clowney on the defensive side of the football. That's what that's what it boils down to for me. And if Laramie Tunzel is is able to keep Deshaun Watson upright, that's a mm-hmm. it's a great deal. We're gonna look back on it and be like, man, Bill O'Brien knew what he was doing. If it don't work <laughs> out, of course we're gonna say, man, he messed up because he let right. Jadavian Clowney go. But I right. think it's gonna work out. I put more stock in Deshaun Watson than I do Jadavian Clowney. Now, the only thing, the only misstep I think he had here was with Clowney in that he wanted Clowney wanted some bread. They didn't give it to him. And the way that they handled the situation as far as trading him, they basically got him for nothing. They basically got rid of him for nothing. And had they handled that situation better, maybe made a move to trade him soon, they probably could have got more back because there is a contract involved here. You know what I'm saying? And the fact it was the franchise tender, and by the time they traded him, he 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 was able to dictate his own terms because basically any team that he, he traded him to, he had to sign the franchise tender for, and he had to agree to sign the franchise tender. So if they would have messed up and traded him to a team that he didn't want to go to, then it was well, I'm just not going to sign. And then right, right, and then. Basically, that would have been, and then that would have been it. For, he got to basically to dictate his own terms. So then that's why when he got traded to Seattle, it was just they they got rid of him for nothing really. Like they got rid of him and they got next to nothing back. They got a linebacker no one's heard of, and maybe I think what was the first round. I don't even remember what they got back for him. I just that's how underwhelming the trade was for me. Like yeah, Houston got nothing for him. So another thing I wanted to hit before we get out of here. Um, a lot of people were shocked. At uh, Andrew Luck's retirement, they say you know he was young; he still had his career ahead of him. You know, things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. And this was coupled also with Gronk's retirement, right? So, I 
do you think this trend of players retiring early is going to continue, or is the case of Gronk and Andrew Luck going to be an anomaly or, or, or one time, like, oh, my gosh, Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson kind of thing? So as, as, as far as – and I've, I've thought about that. I really have because they're the same age. Mm-hmm. Luck and Luck and Gronk, they're the mm-hmm. same age, you mm-hmm. know. So, and they both retired, man, for for basically the same thing. They were hurt. <laughs> they were hurt. They were sick of rehabbing. You know what I'm saying, and not being able to to enjoy the fruits of being able to play in the NFL. So I I don't know whether it's going to become a trend, but if 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 players that have gotten to their second contract and are continually hurt. I think they are going to start retiring, man. We got CTE. Everybody knows about CTE now. Everybody mm-hmm. knows what happens later on in life with CTE. Right. So I, I do think, yeah, that if I don't, I don't want to say a trend because a trend would mean like, like a lot of guys start doing it. And I don't, right. I don't think we're going to see that, but those, those superstar guys, that have made a second big contract and man, they, they body, they sick of just their body breaking down on them. I do right. think, I do think it's going to become a lot more common. I really do. Cause, cause the one thing that hit me was, uh, like I think about, uh, a few years ago, remember a few years ago, I think once they were still under Jim Harbaugh, well, like basically like half the 49ers retired. Like Patrick Willis left, like Patrick Willis retired, and then it was um his backup li- his backup linebacker retired, and then like a tackle retired, and he- all of these guys were still young. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? Like I want to say it was like Chris Borland. He Borland. was set yeah, to be. It was yeah, he was, it was he was the backup guy who had come in and played well, and everybody's like, "Oh, Patrick Willis retired. We got Borland," and then Borland's like, "Yeah, I'm done." Borland was like, "No, nah, I'm gone. I'm out, man." <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's much rather. I got me a little bread. I'm gonna just pack, backpack around the world and just not get hit in the head for the rest of my life. So, I do have to think that it's like this. They, you do have a generation of players that are more aware of, like you said, of things of like CTE, brain trauma, um, being more in tune with their bodies and like, oh, the aches and pains that just come with the game. No, dog. I love Ronnie Lott, but I'm not trying to miss. I'm not trying to be missing a finger behind this. Like, <laughs> it's not that real for me. So it's like I think you do have a lot of players who are more aware of their situations, a lot aware of their own money and managing their finances and things of that nature, and they can afford to retire at 28. That you know, because like I was telling a guy for real, like a guy can like think about a guy like AB, right? Mm-hmm. Just for example. AB signs a $30 million contract. $30 million is a lot of money. No matter what profession you're in, $30 million is a lot of money. Right. Now, we've seen Gag get $110 million deals and whatnot of that nature. So, obviously, there is a scale to this, right? But $30 million in just regular life? Man. You good. I'm set. <laughs> you I'm good. Set. You good. You're good. You be like thirty million dollars. Like so, of course, you got to manage your money right. You know, not be a not be a bonehead about it. But you manage thirty million dollars correctly. You're good. You ain't got to do nothing else. Like, get your nice, get your nice house. Get you find you a few businesses to invest in. 
something to fill your time so you won't just go bored. You won't be bored just sitting in the house all day. Find something you like to do that creates more revenue. But outside of that, $30 million, you're good. Like, you're set. You, you can live a nice life with that amount of money. And I think a lot of players are very much so aware of that now more than ever that, you know, they have that they have the means to be able to not have to, you know, play until you're playing until you're 67 right. <laughs> just right. to try and, you know, make a check. And it's like, no, I could just handle this money correctly and I'm good here. Because cause I can't help but look at it like Gronk, Gronk that had what, like two of his brothers go pro? Yes, sir. And then you got like Luck. Look, his his daddy got bread. Like his dad was back up in the league, and now he's like he wasn't like the NCAA committee, and then he's not off of that. Now he's like the commissioner of the XFL. Like he got bread. Like they like they them they those cases as a whole. Those two cases aren't people who oh I gotta pay and pay all this money, pay all this bills. They family good, and like you said, if those people. Now these players nowadays are better with their money and handling these situations. They can afford to retire at 28 and they can live a nice life <laughs> and still get stuff paid for. Definitely. Definitely. Without Definitely. a doubt. So, um, well, let's go ahead and get my socials and whatnot, big fella. Man, y'all check us out on PG Sports Podcast on Facebook, uh, at PG Sports Pod on Twitter. And PG Sports Podcast on Inst- on Instagram. Continue to like, support, share. Please share. Rate, Please share. Review. We <laughs> we appreciate all comments. Mm-hmm. We listening. So. Oh yeah. Uh. Once again, go to our aforementioned social medias mentioned by my esteemed co-host. We 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 love. But like, and I want to do this real quick. If you've gotten this far, I've, I'm certified to think that you know you really rocking with us. I want somebody to go to the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you have us on, and comment on anything saying PG, and put the comment PG on anything we got, and then we'll give you a shout out in the next episode. Because if you didn't got this far, I know you're really rocking with us, and I want to make sure that you know. I want to make sure that you know we see y'all, and that for for rocking with us, this we about we a year in. We just started as a passion project, and we're just going to keep this thing going. And for anybody who's listening like this, we want to let y'all know that we greatly appreciate y'all. So anybody who done got this far, go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, comment something saying P, the word PG, and we'll give you a shout-out in the next episode. And um, Paul, you got anything else? Man, as always, thank y'all for listening. We'll catch y'all next episode. Yes, we will catch y'all next episode. Peace.